All right, guys, welcome to Marriage and Business Monday. Brad here. It's great to be with you. And first, I have a very special guest. I have my ex-girlfriend here, Casey. Casey, how have things been since our boyfriend-girlfriend relationship ended? Well, I guess considering it ended 14 years ago. <laughs> it's been a, been a little while. It's been a little while. I'd say pretty good. Good. So. Well, I'm glad that we caught up and that's fantastic. <laughs> I call her my ex-girlfriend. Obviously, that's true, but not the the total story. This is my bride of uh, many moons now. So that's fantastic. And we had the idea really around first of the year to have a marriage and business podcast around a few things. But why don't you jump into it and tell from your perspective why you felt like this was important? Yeah. So at our previous masterminds, especially this last one, we found such a need for marriages to just have some insight into what it's been like for us to work together. So how we've navigated that, what that's looked like, what our journey has been. So just having some guidance, we had a a marriage, I guess she's a specialist, like she's, I, I don't even know what to say. Like she is just, she's been an amazing mentor in our lives. Yeah. And so she came to this last mastermind and it was so impactful for people to hear her speak about marriages and how to have strong marriages and relationships. And so we just decided, okay, this is something that's definitely needed, that marriage can be hard enough as it is. And when you add in working together and running a business together, it can add in so many more dynamics. So we just felt like this was something that could really be valuable and be a blessing to other people if we just kind of share our story. So what's with the dubious face? Well, I guess uh, next week, Alan, we can talk about uh, conflict resolution. I didn't realize it was so difficult to be married to me. Yeah, I, I felt like it was pretty easy to be married to me. But I mean, honestly, from my perspective, I felt like it was important to bring Casey in. She's instrumental in everything that we've accomplished. And it's easy for, for people to see me and not understand how much she has poured into me and the business. So, yeah, I felt like this was really an important thing for us to do together so that people could really understand the impact that she's made. And then also, I saw the same thing at Mastermind. I saw that there were wives that didn't really know how to support the husband that was really teeing the business up. We saw the, the opposite end of the spectrum where some husbands didn't know how to support their, their wives that were really teeing the business up. And I thought this would be a really good thing because as as a mentor to people, I feel like it's important to be holistic. So it's not just about doing another deal. It's not about just finding the money, doing deal structure, negotiation, everything that we do. Yes, that's very important, but it's also important to have a great life. You know, so I feel like to to get wealthy and lose your family is not a very good plan, right? So the, these are the, some of the things that we're going to be covering each Monday, talking about all the things that go along all with the, the marriage. And, you know... Uh, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. And frankly, whenever Casey came into the business about, what, four years ago, mm -hmm. I was a little bit concerned about what that would look like. But it's been really the best thing, not only for the business, but for the marriage as well. I get to work with uh, my bestie every day. Oh, so, it's, it's such a blessing. And, and she gets to work with me, which I'm most <laughs> we, we love working together. And it's not always been easy. And not every day is rainbows and sunshine and and we don't want to portray that at all. But sometimes we found with couples that maybe they're not even working together, but one spouse is in the business and one isn't. There are just so many dynamics with owning a business and specifically in real estate that just it's good to discuss. So we're, we're really hoping to 
just really share some insight into what this has been like, some tips and tools that we have learned and how you can just best um, best learn to to run a business together. So today we're talking about our whys, why entrepreneurship, why the real estate business, and why do we work together as a married couple in the business. And so for me, the entrepreneurship journey really started with me individually. Casey was a school teacher right out of college. I went into accounting for about how long? About 33 days. days. You know, not, not a super long time. I realized pretty quickly it wasn't for me, but in my heart, I was an entrepreneur, you know, and I think part of that is innate. And I think part of it is, you know, can be grown, right? So we've we've taken people that are engineers, accountants, doctors, attorneys. Those are the more analytical people that we work with that I think entrepreneurship is is really, frankly, tougher for those people on the front end, right? If we have somebody that's one of those people, attorneys, doctors, engineers, accountants, then we kind of tell them on the front end, like, hey, you're probably going to have a tougher time at the beginning, but once you understand you have the ability to scale much faster. You know, so there's a lot of benefit to being those people. I was one of those four, you know, so being an accountant quasi, but part of the problem was I was billing at 145 an hour, making 40K a year. And that hurt my feelings on the entrepreneurship side. It's like, okay, they're providing me with a tax return to work on a desk and a computer. And, you know, they're getting a lion's share of the profits. And so I went back into real estate at the beginning, but I think it was a few things for that. Number one, I wanted the time freedom. I wanted to have the ability to control my schedule and do what I wanted to when I wanted, right? Most people want that. Secondly, I knew if I was going to get ahead that I had to start something. I wanted to be an owner in something and not just sell real estate, but becoming an owner in real estate. And then third, it was really about having the the time for the family that I never really experienced, right? So I wanted to make sure that my children would know who daddy was. And for me, I felt like part of that equation was really centered around figuring out the entrepreneurship journey. So I guess the question that I have for you is not really coming from a background of entrepreneurs. How was that difficult or was it to to see me do the entrepreneurship thing, which sometimes didn't really look like work? Right. Oh, definitely. I mean, so being a school teacher, I was at a J-O-B every day all day. And I did not view what he did as work oftentimes. So especially in the beginning when things were, I mean, we had to build this from the ground up. So our apprentices are able to really skip the learning curve because we have made all the mistakes for them. So it's, you know, it's, it's so great that our apprentices have that, that they don't have to make some of those same mistakes that we did. So all of that to say, it did not look like work to me. I viewed work as going to a job every day. However, in my five years of teaching in public school, I really realized, A, I really like leadership and I learned a lot of valuable leadership skills in teaching. I learned some of those in just leadership positions in college. And then after I finished teaching, I realized like, oh, I really enjoy leadership. And being an entrepreneur, especially when you're scaling and growing a business, that is leadership. And so I enjoy teaching. And so that was kind of my why for enjoying what we were doing because I never thought that I would get into real estate. I never thought never. that I would be interested. No. Never I mean, it was, yeah. I did I had no interest. I my interests are teaching, educating our children, fitness classes. I've taught fitness classes for probably 15 years now. So 
not real estate at all. And so what I found once I got into it, because I just got my real estate license just because my kids were going to Mother's Day Out programs and I wanted something to do and to contribute and everything. And so once I got my real estate license, I realized like I don't love real estate and selling real estate as much as I really love building a team. And I really love culture building and I really love providing opportunities to other people. And that's just been a huge, a huge why for me. Like this is so fun for me to be able to to grow this and see that, okay, we're developing people inside our corporation, inside our, our company. Like we are, we have people that are learning new skills and leadership skills. So that's been huge. Obviously, being a mom, having the flexibility to be with my children and do the things that are important, that's something that we have passed on to our employees too. You know, we have great employees, but we really value family first. And so, you know, when it's when they've got something going on that they need to be at at their child's school or, you know, even when they have babies and, you know, we love babies. <laughs> and uh, so that's been a really just huge piece for me is to be able to, my, my family comes first. And so that's something that you can do when you're an entrepreneur is you can make sure that that stays a priority. Yeah, 100%. So there's a ton of benefit in being the entrepreneur. One of the things that I see a lot of people struggle with is like really what do they do with an entrepreneurship? So there's a whole lot of things you could do. You could do, here's the, the big things, crypto, Amazon, grow some pot in California or, or Michigan. <laughs> I had a buddy of mine sell all of his rentals, go deep into the pot game. I, I don't think that was a good idea. I don't think that went well, did it? It did not no, go well, but that's okay. You know, well. <laughs> you know. So uh, in real estate, and the reason that I got involved in real estate in the first place was because I had heard that it, it had created more millionaires than any other asset class. And I thought, nothing special about Brad. Like maybe I should go where I have a higher chance of success. You know, and I'd done some other things. I had a pressure washing company in high school. We had some websites where we sold bulk email packages. I mean, I, I, I kind of tiptoed around a few different things, but, uh, you know, real estate kept calling to me at 18 years old. I was actually 17 when I registered for real estate school to get my real estate license, but I knew that there was something to real estate. And so looking back, I didn't realize the benefits of real estate. Real estate is a highly segmented asset class, meaning that there's a lot of different owners. It's not like multifamily, which I think is there's a lot of, of good things about multifamily. But whenever you have a multifamily building that is 200 units and there's a divorce, there's a prenuptial agreement. Whenever there is a uh, an inheritance situation, the property is usually in a trust. But in single family, you have the big five motivators. You have pre-foreclosure, inheritance, divorce, tired landlords, health and safety, and those things usually dictate that the house has to be sold. And so we're in a position where there's a lot of different owners and some of them become extremely motivated and those people need to get rid of property. Secondly, it's easily financed, okay? So even outside of subject two, creative finance, a lot of what we do, uh, some now, some later deals, sub three, a lot of the transactions that we do, even outside of that, if you have a deal that's 50, 60 cents on the dollar, you can always find the money for it. So it's easily financed, that's a big benefit. You're dealing with an asset that's a big dollar figure, meaning, you know, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars as opposed to selling a widget at $5, but it also has a good margin. So it's very common for us to have margins of 30, 40% on a $300,000 property. And so that's a big benefit. And 
it was just something that would really just called to me over the years, you know, and I tell people all the time when it came to me and what we've created, it really just came down to our unwillingness to quit. Now I was not an out the gate success at all. I mean, I think my first uh, year I did uh, a year full time, mind you, I think I did two deals that year, maybe three. I'd really like to go back and see, you know, that'd be really interesting to see, but I was under 10 deals a year for years, you know, and now 10 deals a month is like, Kind of terrible, actually. Like, that wasn't you know, a very good month. was not a good month. <laughs> you know, so if you have the stick to in real estate to to see it through, then you will be successful. You know, I've never seen anybody do the business for five, six years that didn't accomplish what they set out to accomplish in year one. You know, now I've seen the goal change. Yeah. You know, and that that's what we run into a lot. It's like, oh, you know, 22 deals really could have done 30, you know, uh, that month. So but I think there's a lot of benefits to real estate. So yeah. have you seen any of that? You know, was any of that surprising to you coming to, into the business, looking at real estate as being, I think, maybe different than what a lot of people choose to do? Definitely. I mean, I think when a lot of people think of starting a business, they think of I'm going to open up a brick and mortar. I'm going to uh, sell something, you know, that's something that I kind of uh, dabbled in a little bit and really enjoyed doing as a stay-at-home mom was just like direct sales and things like that. And it it brings you in a lot of community and, and that's something that a lot of stay-at-home moms want. They want to contribute to their families financially, but then they also want the community. We're not meant to live in isolation like most stay-at-home moms do these days. Like we're meant to live in community with others. And so, Coming into real estate and realizing, wow, okay, the things that I kind of viewed as being, you know, great businesses that provide you um, a lot of things can also not be as freeing as real estate can be. So just the the time that we invest into our real estate deals is so much more, more worth doing, in my opinion. And granted, like there have been things that I've been passionate about, you know, selling and sharing with others. But from a financial perspective and a, a time perspective, yeah. it just makes so much more sense to go into real estate. So I don't know if that really answered your question. No, I, but I think that makes sense. And I think that that's really a point that I could have hit on better. You know, for the average person doing two, three normal deals per year, more than replaces income. So you don't have to be like this transaction superstar to do well, right. you know, because of the more, and I guess I kind of touched on it in a way that we have big dollar figures and pretty decent margins. But what that equates to is for a lot of people, if you did one, two deals a year, it replaces income. Mm-hmm. And and not everybody wants to build a company and that is yeah. completely okay. But yeah, I mean, it's, it can make a huge difference for your family and your lifestyle. And that was, you know, going back to our whys, I think that that was a huge thing for us. We love to travel. Yep. We brought our daughter home this year to homeschool her, which has also been just a huge blessing to be able to travel when we want to travel and and keep her away from those damn kids. <laughs> some of y'all's kids out there, some of y'all's kids out there need some better reason. Well, we want, Not the people listening to this, but you know, we want to be the primary influences in our children's life. And, you know, we believe we're called to be that for them. So it is our responsibility to train up our children. So that has just been that's a huge thing that this business provides for us is the ability to to train up our children the way that we feel called and led to to bring them up. So 
Um, one question that I have for you, a lot of people say, oh, I can't work with my spouse. Like, I just can't do it. Why do you think that is? Why, why do you think the biggest reason, like, was you kind of felt that way, didn't you? Like, yeah, I just don't. Well, I was, I was concerned. Mm-hmm. I was deeply concerned. Yeah. But some people are like, no way could I ever work with my spouse as, you know. Well, I mean, I think for some people that that might be true. You know, I, I don't think it's for everyone. Right, um, right. I was lucky I had a talented spouse. You know, I, I knew. Now, I will say I didn't realize how talented Casey was until she jumped into the business. That sounded kind of condescending, but it, it makes sense. No, it's sense. really a compliment. Like, I mean, compliment. I, I knew she was talented. I didn't realize how talented. But had I had someone that just wasn't talented in this way, then maybe it wasn't the the right thing to do. Or potentially if there was just so much crazy over the top conflict, adding more complexity to that might not be the best the best idea. So, I mean, why people say that? I mean, I think for some people, there might be a hint of truth that maybe it is the best decision that they don't. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people, it's just, just kind of a cop-out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, if you can't work with your spouse, maybe that's that's indicative of an undercurrent of a problem that needs to be solved. Needs to be solved. So, yeah. One of our topics we're going to have in the future is good marriages happen on purpose. So, that is just one thing that I've really come to believe strongly. I heard that the other day or a couple of weeks ago, I guess it was. And I was like, that's it. Like good marriages happen on purpose. So that's one thing that I just, I really feel strongly about because I think in the beginning, especially you thought like, I don't know, you know, I don't know if this is going to, but it, it has strengthened our marriage so much more than we ever could have imagined. And I just, I, I love that we do this business together and that we've had the conflict that we've had to, you know, kind of move over um, and work through, not move over, but like, you know, kind of yeah, barrel through, through, I guess yeah. is a better way of putting it. We've really had to barrel through conflict within the business that's really helped to strengthen our marriage. Yeah. So. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. I've been, uh, now this is going to be a shock to the audience. But I have been labeled as being stoic, mm-hmm. difficult, an asshole. What else? You have carte blanche to come up with. I mean, I would say stoic is probably the the top one that people see. You all, yes, you you can be difficult. <laughs> but okay, so the way that I used to put it is like, here's my work mode, Brad. Here's yep. my home mode, Brad. And so that was really difficult for me in the beginning because sometimes, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, you have to bring work home sometimes. So it's like work mode versus home mode. And so for me, I would you say it's fair to say that I'm pretty like similar work mode and yeah. home mode? Yeah. Like I'm just, I kind of am, you know, but Brad gets in the zone and he gets in that very like stoic, just kind of almost intimidating. And so- that even though we had been married for, okay, we've been married 14 years. So when we first started the business together full time, really, we'd been married 10 years. So it's not like I didn't know him. It's not like, you know, we had been dating like four years before that. So, I mean, we've been together since we were 19, yep. friends since we were 16. So it's not like I didn't know him. But then coming into the business and realizing like, oh, this is work mode, Brad. So what was surprising about that? I don't know that I can answer how... It was surprising. I think, I guess maybe the surprising part was once I realized how to 
not take it personally. It was surprising how I could not let it affect me. You know, if he's in work mode and he's like, this needs to be done like right now. And I'm like, oh, do you feel like I dropped the ball? Like, you know, it's like, oh, he's irritated that this isn't done. He's not irritated at me. You know, I think that that's something that I realized, oh, and I realized for myself too, I can be mad at something and not that person. So even with our employees now, it's like I can be irritated that something wasn't done and not necessarily irritated at that person. So I think that that's one thing that I really, I guess if you want to say surprise, it surprised me at how that can really translate into home life too, because- Get more practice. Get more practice. You do. I mean, you get more practice. That's what it is. And that's oftentimes what marriage is. It's like you just practice and you get better at conflict resolution, which we're also going to talk about in the near future. So you just get better at all the things. It gives you lots of opportunity to improve on yourself and improve on, on your marriage. So- so on the contrast of me being difficult and stoic and all that, I'm, I'm also very giving, gracious, good looking, a lot of things, a much longer list on the positive. Absolutely. So Absolutely. what has been the best thing about working with me and what, what's going on here? Man, I just working on goals together. Okay. First of all, let me just say like working with your spouse every day and getting to see your spouse every day. It's the best. Like, I really love that I can just, I mean, we may be busy all day. And there are some days it's like we're in the same office. We share an office. And I may not see him, but very little that day. She keeps trying to kick me out of the office. We'll talk about that on (laughs) On another. (laughs) But, But yeah, I mean, we definitely getting to see him every day. But then having common goals that we can work on together and accomplish and look back on just, I'm not a numbers person, but it is cool when you can look back on numbers and say, wow, like this was our goal a year ago and look at where we are now and look at what our team looks like now. I mean, there are just cool things within building a team together that we're like, oh, this is so cool that we have such a great team and that we're continuing to make it better and learning new things. So I think that those common goals are just huge. What would you say? Is the best thing about working with you? Mm-hmm. I think seeing you in your strengths is really attractive. Mm-hmm. And then I also feel like really the same thing. Like, so let's talk about the office. I, I'm the one that was like, hey, let's just share an office. <laughs> and she's like, you're loud. You know, you leave a mess on your desk. Gosh. You know, I've got my chicken and rice and everything that I'm working on right now for for lunch twice a day. I think Natasha, cool. You know, and I'll leave some, I'll I'll have one piece of rice right there. You know, she's like, you got rice all over your desk, you know. But for me, I mean, just, just, you know, being with my wife, you know, it's like, why be married to someone that you don't want to spend a lot of time with? You know, he told me, silly to me, he told me the first time he wanted to share uh, the office together, he's like, and he was super sincere. He was like, we share our life together. Why wouldn't I want to share an office with you? So I didn't say that, didn't you I? did say that. Yes. That yes. That good. was one of those, like, I'm never going to forget that. But, but yeah, I was very hesitant to share an office and sometimes it's difficult. I mean, we're not always in the office together because I'm on a call or he's on a call and we can't be on a call in the same room and, you know, so, but 
it's worked out really nicely. We like sharing an office together. I was going to ask what's the most difficult thing about working with me, but let, let's just keep it on a positive. We'll save that for so, conflict resolution. Maybe, maybe, you know, <laughs> but sometimes in the marriage, you, you just decide, you know what? Right now is a good <laughs> end point. All right, guys, appreciate y'all being with us. We'll see you guys next week. Marriage and Business Monday.